Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, October 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Planned Parenthood will soon offer abortions to patients at an RV in southern Illinois. It's a response to an increase in demand for the procedure from patients in states where abortions are essentially banned. Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and Southwest Missouri CEO Yamelzi Rodriguez. We promised them when Roe was overturned that we were going to do everything we could to ensure nobody was going to be left behind. Rodriguez says the goal is to reduce the hundreds of miles some are traveling to access care. The mobile clinic will operate in Illinois where abortion is legal but will be close to neighboring states like Missouri. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports the move follows an increase in patients coming to Illinois since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Planned Parenthood says the clinic will begin operating by the end of the year. The 37-foot RV will have a waiting room, exam rooms, and a lab. Only two clinics provide abortions in southern Illinois. Another is slated to open soon. Planned Parenthood's clinic in Fairview Heights across from St. Louis has seen a 30 percent increase in abortion patients. Dr. Colleen McNicholas is medical director for Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri. She says the mobile unit will initially offer medication abortions. We do have plans in likely the first quarter of the next calendar year to think about how we can expand to first trimester procedural abortion. She says the mobile unit will have security to keep patients and workers safe. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri lawmakers are close to passing a $40 million package of tax breaks for farmers and other agricultural businesses. The Senate Appropriations Committee has voted for the tax credits. The bill now heads to the full Senate for approval, and it is expected to come up for a final vote today. The bill extends several agricultural tax credits that have expired and creates new ones for biodiesel and fuel mixed with ethanol. It also expands government loan help for farmers. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says proposed changes to the state's Pretrial Fairness Act are, quote, worthy of discussion. The act will end cash bail in Illinois on January 1st. Pritzker says some potential revisions need to be taken seriously. Look, Senator Scott Bennett introduced a bill just the other day. Um, There are aspects of that I think that are reasonable. He's a former prosecutor, uh, uh, somebody who cares deeply about uh, maintaining the uh, act, but making sure that it gets applied appropriately. One change proposed by the Democratic state senator would revise the act's definition of willful flight. The language would define a prior non-appearance in court as, quote, conclusive evidence of future intent to evade prosecution. A St. Louis science project just returned to Earth. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports it's been years in the making. Baraj Pokrell and Dylan Rice are cutting into a small package after class at Lindbergh High School Monday. They pull out a palm-sized clear cube filled with colorful squares of plastic. The cube had just gotten back from a trip to space on a NASA suborbital rocket. The students were hoping to find out if 3D printed plastic could be used in space. When Pokrell and Rice first started this experiment, they were in middle school. After three years, a pandemic, and temporarily losing the package in the mail, Pokrell could hardly believe the project was almost over. It's kind of surreal at this point, honestly, that it finally came back after going to space. But yeah, it feels unreal. (laughs) 
So far, Pokerol says it seems like the plastic held up well. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Blues are launching a Hall of Fame. There are 10 automatic inductions, including the eight players whose numbers have been retired by the hockey team. Fans will be able to vote online for another selection. Head coach Craig Berube says it's important to honor the team's history, which dates back to 1967. Anytime you know you have something like that, you recognize people that deserve to be in there and that played for this organization, that put in time and and played special hockey here. The complete first class will be announced October 15th when the Blues are home against Columbus. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. As we mentioned, the full Missouri Senate is expected to vote today on agricultural tax credits. The bill was approved by a committee yesterday. The credits are some of the reasons why Governor Mike Parson called this current special session in Jefferson City. More than 100 block parties will occur this evening in St. Louis as part of National Night Out. The event is designed to increase awareness of anti-crime efforts and drug prevention initiatives. Mayor Tashara Jones and other community leaders will be attending at least one of those parties. And Illinois is bringing its unclaimed property initiative to the Metro East. The iCash program will be at the Wood River Library this afternoon and in Caseyville tomorrow. The state says the Treasurer's Office initiative has returned more than $3.5 billion to Illinois residents. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.